Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, guys and dolls. It's me, Sandra London, and it is April 15th, Sunday, and you're listening to Playtime with Sandra. I'm going to start out tonight's broadcast with a very, very cool song. I uh, just picked it to start out uh, tonight's show, and it is called Tell Me Again by Collabo, and I'll be right back with you to celebrate my 10th live broadcast with Blog Talk Radio on Playtime with Sandra. Here you go. Tell me again. Tell me again. Yeah. 
So I guess for some brief news updates, um, I guess I wanted to comment on the weather. Like Friday, pretty much a lot of Friday through till close to evening, the weather was pretty ridiculous here in California. Um, yeah, out here by the beach, it was just like thundering and hailing and just pretty weird and wild. I slept through quite a bit of it because I'm sort of a, a late riser in general, but um, yeah, I could hear it, <laughs> and it was not very pretty, although it did get uh, quite sunny uh, afterwards, just before evening, uh, and <clears throat> uh, that's, I guess, pales in comparison to the weather um, uh, in the Midwest, like Kansas uh, and the neighboring states. I guess it went from Texas all the way through Kansas and upwards, um, and originally there wasn't very much damage, but uh, the latest news reports that I've seen on Huffington Post are saying that the storm uh, out there has killed five people, so I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, I hope that the weather gets better and, you know, that that does not continue, so I hope anybody in the eye of the storm can seek shelter and everything is okay and their property and all of that. Um, other than that, let's see. Mm, I, I think tonight is actually the 100-year 100 anniversary of the Titanic sinking. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, for a while I didn't know exactly why um, there was the re-release of uh, the movie Titanic until maybe like a few days ago. So I suppose that makes sense. Um, and, uh, I don't know, I don't think I'll, I'll go head out and see it again since I've seen it plenty when I was, when I was younger, but, um, for those of you out there, if you enjoy, um, I don't know, nostalgia, uh, and these types of things, then perhaps you guys have already gone out to see it. If you did, feel free to let me know how you enjoyed it this time around. Uh, I also wanted to send, uh, my best wishes for the family and friends of um, porn performer Sledgehammer, who uh, passed away on Friday, uh, just a few days ago. Um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding um, his death, and I won't comment because I don't know the absolute specifics, but if anybody wanted to go and, and Google um, Sledgehammer uh, and uh, the latest news with that, um, feel free to do so, uh, and, hmm, what else is there, um, oh, oh, I don't know, those are, like, all fairly unfortunate stories, so I don't know how to end that, so, mm, let me, let me do a little song update real quick, <laughs> sorry about that, everybody, and I'll be back with uh, cheerier, happier news, and some more, even more music, and perhaps some erotica, although I've read quite a bit lately, but I believe I will be reading oh, another user submission, um, and it's a story, a very naughty story about twins, uh, written by uh, Jimmy D. Blanket. <laughs> so I'll be reading that a little later in the hour, and I believe we'll be having a surprise interview um, right around 8.30-ish or so, and so stay tuned for that. <laughs>
But in the meanwhile, let me give you another song. Oh, what shall I choose? What shall I choose? Hmm. How about... Hmm. Darn it. Give me one moment. (laughs) Okay, let's do Promise by Voodoo Head. Um, I actually uh, made a video gallery uh, to this song uh, featuring myself and uh, my little dog, my little Russian toy terrier, uh, Fyodor, and it's really cute. You can watch that um, as you sing along (laughs) on toliveandgrindinla.com, which is my official website. But in the meanwhile, uh, go ahead and check it out right here for you now. Um, Oh, la, la. Oh, no. This is terrible. You know what? I only uploaded (laughs) the intro to it. Jeez. That was genius. Okay. You know what? I'm going to get the song for you in a minute. But in the meanwhile, I will play. uh, There we go. That'll work. I'll play. Pissing My Life Away by Broken Neon. Sorry about that. And I will get that song promised by Voodoo Head uh, for you uh, shortly. But here you go. Pissing My Life Away by Broken Neon. Enjoy. One, two, three.
Yeah, so that was Pissing My Life Away by Broken Neon. And, ooh, okay, let's see. Let's go back to some news. Um, yeah, let's see. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, what? which day was it? It was either Friday or Saturday. I woke up and saw that I'm permanently or at least theoretically, permanently banned from YouTube. So my Sandra London TV channel there is no longer available. Although, hey, it has a positive end result, and that is that um, you know forward thinking uh, kind of was a good thing to have done because it has all of those videos saved and backed up on the super mega awesome flash drive that I received as a gift. Ooh. Uh, last year, uh, right around the same time that I got my my new uh, laptop, so all those are saved. Um, so any of those that are not accessible, if you're on Slip and Grind in LA, and there was a link previously from YouTube, um, they can all be restored and they will reappear either on my site or any other platform that I uh, narrow down and decide to go with. Um, and a few of them. They really are, you know, that that controversial and interesting. Hey, why not sell them, huh? <laughs> so uh, a few of those are also going to be available exclusively on my Clips for Sale store uh, website. So that I'll give you that link now, which is Clips for Sale. You can either put in F-O-R or the number four, clipsforsale.com slash store slash 42459, uh, slash store slash 42459. And if that's, like, too difficult to remember or write down real fast, then um, I believe I'm going to point one of my domains directly there. I own about nine domains now, so it may be... Oh, Maybe Occupy My Kitty will redirect there, but I'll, I'll keep you updated on uh, the final selection, and you'll be able to put in just one little simple uh, domain, and there you are uh, for your viewing uh, and listening and other types of pleasure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, there are, I also have like a daily motion channel, so some videos will go on there. Um, and that daily motion is dailymotion.com slash Sandra London Films. There we go. Um, and I'll give you yet another song while I pull up that erotic story for you to read. And then I will be having that surprise interview. So, woohoo. Be forewarned. <laughs> it's coming at you. But in the meanwhile, let me play. Hmm. Mm. Let's do Save Me by Wes Harding. How about that? That sounds good. Here you go.
Pickaxe Law Office. Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> How's it going? This is Sandra London from Playtime with Sandra Radio. How's it going? <laughs> oh, all right. Yes. I didn't recognize the number. Is this is this the is this is this, is this your radio show? This is my radio show. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Well, how, hey everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're all saying a warm wet hello to you as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite kind of hello. Yes. Okay. So, um, for all my listeners out there, um, I am speaking with the owner of. Hypno Kink, which is a store on Clips for Sale, a studio on Clips for Sale. And I've actually done uh, quite a few clips uh, for Hypno Kink. Um, and I'll go ahead and let uh, the owner describe what he shoots, the kind of women he likes to shoot, and any upcoming future projects. You've got the floor. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> I like having the floor. So I shoot hypnoerotica, which is a very strange thing if you've never heard of it. It's the idea that people get a sexual thrill from either being hypnotized or seeing someone hypnotized or imagining being hypnotized. It's a very sensual type of femdom. And there's for a long time there was very there was almost nothing catered for the mainstream industry for it. And with the rise of YouTube and the internet, there became more and more video sites and I well, what piqued your interest? What piqued your interest in in that genre of adult film? Oh well, I'm a long-time personal hypnotherapist, and so I was very, uh, very, I very much, you know, saw these videos and started enjoying them. And then I thought, hey, I could do a better job than they do, and got myself <laughs> a flip video camera and started shooting. And um, this has been a huge market and lots of fan support, so I'm doing a pretty good job. And and how long has your store uh, been in existence? My store has been in existence for four years now. And consistently wow. one of the top ten in categories like hypno, robo, and goddess worship, and femdom POVs. Okay, well, and, I have a question uh, about that, methods. actually. I, I noticed recently that they kind of removed some of the categories of, like, that explicitly say... Like hypno erotica type stuff. Um, yes, you can't use the word hypnosis anymore. So you have to yeah. use. And in fact, that, that really hurt me. My sales dropped quite a bit because people who were searching for that word couldn't find me anymore. Oh. So well, that, what, have they, they what have they moved it over to? Like I, what I've seen, which might apply, but I don't know if there's a major one that I'm missing. But I've seen like brat girls and like uh, like goddess type stuff, ebony goddess. Um, What's the other one? Uh, Ripoff. <laughs> I've actually seen that category. So, like, is there one main one that everybody's kind of flocked to after that one was sort of, like, removed? The main <laughs> ones are, are sometimes it's super heroin because a lot of those involve hypnosis, but mostly it's gone to, like you said, goddess worship, femdom, POV, and financial domination. Huh. Well, what do you think for, or I guess in your opinion, the, the um, the issues regarding just that term in, in general, like is it oh, I, unethical? Oh, actually, I've looked into this. It's 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 well, I suppose they call the porn industry unethical, but <laughs> it's very specific. The idea that because you're hypnotized, you're doing things you wouldn't do if you weren't hypnotized, which is non-consensual, and so, so you're this just goes role playing. 
Right. Well, the idea is to role-playing a type of rape, which makes some credit card companies very uncomfortable, and it's made worse by some of the um, some of the producers claiming that people are really being hypnotized as opposed to just play-acting and role-playing. Right. So that's but, a, that's a problem, is that there are people out there who are saying this is real, and that makes things worse, and the credit card companies are afraid of being sued by someone. Well, does that apply to, like, non-adult hypnosis? Because I I see plenty of little random banner ads for, like, self-hypnosis or audio hypnosis with tapes, you know, with people that are going to convince you to stop smoking. Is that a sort of, like, well, non-sexual the problem is, 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 rape yeah. or assault <laughs> kind of thing? Well, but there's, I think it's, there's, there's sexual activity going on in the adult, in adult videos. And so, so this be, will concern... Okay, so you can be assaulted, like, non-sexually all day long, and it's fine. <laughs> well, but it's not an assault. It's like that there's being forced to quit smoking, say, against your will somehow. You know, there wouldn't be that, there wouldn't be, no one would say you've been raped. But if someone fondles your breast while you're under, <laughs> then you might feel differently. And, I mean, obviously everything I do, I filmed is role play and play acting, <gasps> and it's capturing a fantasy, but... Some producers, you know, have claimed it's real, and credit card companies are very concerned, and, and they put pressure on Coaster Sale to make them remove any reference to those words. Well, are you allowed to, yeah. to like, uh, I don't know, mesmerize your audience then? You know, for us, us actors and actresses, if we're, you know, speaking to our camera, speaking to the, the yes. viewer? Yes, you can use the word that, mesmerize. That's okay? Right, that's okay. <laughs> Okay. And so. many people at Christmas Sale have just did HYPN0 instead of HYPNO, and that's actually been working pretty fine, too. Mm, that seems debatable. I don't know. I don't know about that. No, I mean, like, <laughs> that you, you actually can't use the word. If you type in hypnosis into a video description, yeah, it just, it just, will, it just doesn't show up. Yeah, it just erases it. It just has a blank. Not even a blank. It just says, so if I wrote... Sandra's brain hypnotic smoke. It would just say Sandra's smoke. Uh, so rose by any other name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I guess some line. people have. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just and it's very specific and very limited. And I mean, it's not those are sale would just as soon not be doing this. But if they want to continue processing credit cards, they have to. No, I understand that. I understand the company's, you know, decision and stance. It's just, you know, I don't know. I guess theoretically, it's kind of. Curious, I suppose. <laughs> oh, it's very curious. It's, it's, I think it's very, I think it's very, very funny. And that you know, and that that the, that, I mean, because really, I mean, all it's all role play. I mean, what what? <laughs> yeah, it's all role play, and they're all like, you know, the, the buyer is willfully consenting to purchase, you know, um, something that's been performed creatively for their enjoyment with the full consent of the model, like. I don't I mean, know. Anything, anything BDSM. I mean, if you if you're tying someone up against their will, <laughs> that would be a crime. But when does so that I begin? Mean, when does that begin if you're signing a model release prior to shooting? <laughs> when does right. it become non-consensual? Well, you know, that's know. the that's the problem. But I mean, I do understand the idea because it's 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 that there's a special kind of concern with the idea of being in a psychologically altered state. I see. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I'm just saying I can uh, see no, it. No, no, I, I understand. 
Sure. Well, then tell me more about your YouTube channel then, because I was just letting everybody know how mine was just recently banned. <laughs> so oh. I'd like to hear about about yours. Um, I I was cute, like just like not too long ago. I I found uh, my like a clip of my smoking one on there, and that was that was pretty hot. And I saw some of the other girls on there. A few of those ladies I've actually met. Like Kiki Dare and Pandora, like they're awesome. So how wonderful is Kiki Dare? Oh my goodness, that was my roomie in Tampa for Night Moves Award. She is incredible. She's awesome, sweetheart, like beautiful. Yeah, she is. In fact, she's coming to town soon, and hopefully, get the two of you together. (gasps) Oh, well, let me know for sure. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead and fill everybody in on on your your channel. Like it's stats, how many videos you have, how many views, this kind of thing. Your most popular video. I just recently went over a million views on YouTube, and I thought that was pretty special. And my my YouTube channel is Hyperbolic Models. Okay. And one word: H Y P E R B O L I C M O D E L S. Hyperbolic Models, and I have about 80 videos, and one of them is very hot, is you smoking, as you pointed out, one of my personal favorites. And um, I've managed to know what YouTube is not okay, and basically there can't be a hint of anything that's sort of unclothed. Like I have a girl who actually wasn't wearing anything. She was nude, but you could view the video was completely from the shoulders up. Because there was no bra straps showing, <laughs> they they took that video down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. Okay. So I'm curious about that. I guess. Um. Like. Huh. Would something like body painting, um, on YouTube, those kind of videos, be okay? Because there wouldn't necessarily be a strap unless it was drawn on. Okay. <laughs> Clothing is very, very, one of the big things is clothing. So you can't even, even if a bra and panties covers more than a bikini does, it's still not okay because the bra and panties. So YouTube, you have to be wearing a real shirt and real pants. So what and, about bras? No, bras are not okay. Even if, they, even if they're a big bra and they cover things, you're just getting, you're asking for Dude, trouble with being a bra if you do. I, I, have, I had tons, tons of videos with, like bras and bikini tops, and that's always been fine. Well, because you're kind of deleted. Well, yeah, it wasn't for that. It wasn't for that. None of the videos that were ever flagged were ever flagged because of a bra or bikini top. (laughs) The last one that that was flagged, it was pasties, which fully covered my nipples. And I was wearing underwear. I was wearing a a skirt over those underwear. So I'm I'm just a little bitter. (laughs) As well you should be. There's a problem there's a problem now, and I've been talking about this for a while, and it relates to the credit card companies, that everything on the Internet, we see how free it is, but it's actually all private, all privately owned, which means that there's right. no government protection of your freedom of speech. Like, for example, if the Internet was run by the government, you could say you can't shut me down because I've got a right to speak. But YouTube controls completely. When the credit card companies, you can't pay in U.S. dollars over the Internet. The only way you can pay is through a credit card company, which means instead of the government, which has some court, you can at least go to court and say, you have to allow me to say my, say my piece. You can't. 
credit card companies can say, we don't want this speech, and it's immediately censored. Now, people talk about the government being intrusive, and I'm saying, well, at least the government, you got some redress. Okay, well, that brings me to a slightly different topic, but still, I guess, somewhat related, I guess, as far as, um, like, erotica, erotic literature, and um, PayPal, and how they, you know, originally banned stores and independent authors from using their uh, service as a payment platform because of the different styles of erotica um, that they chose to write about. Um, and then that was recently, like, kind of repealed and overturned. So I don't know, at what point do the credit card companies decide and at what point do the people, like, respond in turn that, I don't know, provokes this sort of, uh, I don't know, back shuffling in a way or... Yeah, well, <laughs> credit card companies and PayPal, like I said, they're not the government. They respond pretty much to market forces. So right. if they think the amount of money to be made outweighs the risk, they're going to do it. And that also says thing of this, if there's a public backlash and they're getting lots of complaints, then they can respond to that too. So there's, I mean, so if people said, hey, we really want to be able to do this, there was not, not so much the producers, but the the audience was clamoring for it, or at least was upset that they weren't allowed to, then that puts pressure on them and gets them to do it. And the same thing kind of happens if there was a large enough market for, you know, say the, the hypno fetish, then the credit card companies would not, you know, would not ban that. They're banning it because the profits don't outweigh the risk to them. And yet you've been pretty happy with the way your store's been going, right, for for the past four years. So there must be some sort of profit, or is it all, like, concentrated? Like, there are very few people that do well with that sort of a niche or what? Uh, I mean, so I would think that, well, because, you know, with certain fetishes that the companies would see that that actually makes a great deal of money. Well, I'm sure they're making millions of dollars a year from profits for these kind of, from my kind of, from not from my store, I'm not making a million dollars, but if you took all the stores combined that cater to the hypno market, I'm sure it comes out to a million dollars a year. It's just the yeah. credit card totals. But, chump change to a credit card company and a million dollars a year is not worth the potential of a lawsuit for 40 million or 50 million or even the PR backlash that could happen if people said, oh my god, you're allowing people to be hypnotized and taken advantage of what they're under. It's a problem with large corporations. A smaller corporation would be like, hey, I'll take a, I'll take a risk for a million dollars a year, but a credit card companies, a million dollars is chump change. They donate that to a senator in a day. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, then, I guess I better I better look at my my. Oh, what would I? <laughs> I should have gone into like weight loss miracles and like I don't know pet food product <laughs> marketing and deal with those you know possible. I don't know, litigation backlashes, huh? No. I just, I don't know, I don't get it, but it's, that's fine. It's okay. Um, yeah. Well, I don't want to take time away from your music <laughs> broadcast, uh, but um, thank you for talking to me on this. It's something I'm, something I'm very passionate about, and you can find my Clips for Sale store at www.clipsforsale.com slash 28067, Seduction is Power. And you can see the gorgeous, beautiful, and one of my favorite models, Sandra London, 
bewitching you with her smoke and other and other talents. You're not leaving me, are you? Well, I wasn't going to leave you, but I was afraid that you needed to get some radio songs in. Oh, I'll play a song, but if you want to, if you want to stay around, um, we can keep talking. We can move on to some other topics. You can tell me about some some ladies, some other ladies you might want me to shoot with, and you know, let me let my my listeners know about that. But yeah, I'll play a song. But you mind sticking around a little bit? Sure, no problem. Ooh, awesome. Okay, let's see. So, audience, no, <laughs> I will be playing. Sexy Woman by P.D. Green featuring King Baez and Cheech Marley. Here you go. She is light so. Oh boy. Mike Moolah Productions.
ear. Straight to the point, making everything clear. She's my personal video. Vixen, over by the soul, we have sex in the kitchen. And I bet the neighbors know my name if they listening. I think she need her medicine. I fill up her prescription. Let's make a decision to leave here together. I bet it. But make a whole life even better. The so strong on the couch in my hideout. You about to find out exactly what I'm about. My conversation stimulates her mind and I'll let her hit the switch and try to calm her down. She's feeling, I feel her body calling out. In that teeny when you linger, we try to pop out. How many different flavors do they come in? Why? Like the new one, it doesn't seem Woman by P.D. Green featuring King Bayez and Cheech Marley. Uh, Mr. Hypno Kink, are you still there? <laughs> I am. Okay, I have an erotic story to read, but I do want to have you back on my show if you're willing um, sometime in the next uh, few weeks, um, if you're if you're willing and able. But I do want to let you go ahead and give a last little promo shout out for uh your your uh, clip stores and if you have any other like uh um erotic mesmerizing forums or clip uh profiles that you'd like to share please do. Okay, well you can follow me and get all the latest at twitter.com slash hypnokink and I've had some fun Twitter conversations with you on there. Yeah. And um <laughs> it's youtube.com slash models. And of course, my main store is com slash two eight zero six seven, and there's also a male dom store, Helpless Sexy Girls. If you just, which you can get through my main store, and just look on Clips for Sale for Helpless Sexy Girls. Awesome. Ooh. Okay, so everybody, check that out. His Twitter is at hypnokink. Add him and check out his Clips for Sale store. And his oh wait, YouTube and of course hypnokink.com, my webpage. The easiest way to find everything is just go to ah. hypnokink.com, which has samples and video clips that you can watch. Perfecto. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you for allowing me to give you a quick, brief little interview, and I will have you back. So, um, yes, thank you so much, and I will talk to you soon. I'll be waiting. Uh, <laughs> Bye. So that was the owner of Hypno Kink. Um, so you can check that out. And there are quite a few clips of me on there, too. So if you like me, you can see me being absolutely mesmerizing. Okay, so now um, I'll go ahead and do that uh, erotic reading for you. And I promise, promise, promise that the very next episode I will play Promise by Voodoo Head. Promise, promise. Okay. So, all right. So the story is called Almost Twins, 
and this is a user-submitted erotic story um, submitted by Jimmy V. Blanket. Okay, here we go. Claudette could have been my twin. We had the same raven black hair and brown doe eyes, the same full lips, perfect for a coquettish pout, and we had a tight butt. So nice, God made it twice. Our pussies looked exactly alike, but mine got wet quicker, especially when she touched it. Claudette was a little taller than me, my cheeks a bit fuller, but we were able to mask our differences by using the same lipstick and makeup, identical bangs. We even had the same wardrobe. Everyone called us the twins, and we delighted in convincing strangers we actually were twin sisters. Everyone believed, even me. As kids, we were inseparable. Her family moved next door when I was four. We became immediate best friends. Like me, she was an only child, so the idea of adopting each other as sisters seemed inevitable. Over the years, we had spent so much time together, we could finish each other's sentences and shared so many private jokes, it sounded like we were speaking in our own special code. The first time we fucked started as a goof. We were freshmen in college, and Marshall, my first real boyfriend, had become obsessed with sleeping with both of us at the same time. It wasn't that radical an idea. Marshall had a great body, and Claudette and I had often joked about doing a threesome. So on Marshall's 19th birthday, we all finished a bottle of tequila and got on his bed. Marshall had Claudette and I get undressed. He said it would really turn him on, watching us mess around. I had kissed her before, but we were always just practicing how to make out with boys. Those sessions were more clinical than erotic. And a few times we kissed while masturbating, we were each wrapped up in our own private fantasies. That evening with Marshall, however, for some unfathomable reason, Claudette kissed me for real, and my knees buckled. My pussy ached, and I could feel the wetness between my legs. Claudette knew immediately. It made her laugh. Marshall masturbated as he watched us explore our bodies. We fondled each other's breasts and nipples, squeezed each other's ass, kissed playfully, and then passionately. I didn't know how far this would go. I knew I didn't want it to stop. She must have read my mind. She grinned at me and put her finger in my pussy. I was ready to explode. A line had been crossed. I quivered uncontrollably. Until then, I never realized the world could be so perfect. The rest of my life suddenly seemed inconsequential. Her fingers inside me, my tongue inside her. These were the moments to live for. Claudette climbed on me, and we sucked each other's clit until we both came. That night, I realized I was in love with Claudette. When I closed my eyes, I saw only her eyes, which were almost mine. Her breasts, which were almost my breasts. I masturbated for hours, pretending my hand was Claudette's hand. It was easy. They were practically identical. I yearned for our next encounter, but Claudette said we should wait for a special occasion. I swallowed my objection and pretended to agree. I thought I knew everything about Claudette, every private joke, every secret. 
but for the first time, I realized she could be cruel. I couldn't study or concentrate on lectures. The professors' mouths moved, but it was just noise. Life seemed empty. Fucking Marshall became a chore. It seemed like my sister, quote-unquote, my best friend, my one true love, had been avoiding me. Finally, Claudette told me a frat house was willing to pay $800 if we put on a show for them. I was shocked. The idea had never even occurred to me. It would be humiliating, degrading, being naked in front of all those frat boys, my legs spread, my pussy wet and exposed. Each boy fucking me with his eyes as they watched my twin sister, quote-unquote, tongue me. It seemed unbearable and inexcusable for her to even suggest it. These boys were in my classes. I'd have to deal with their knowing looks for the next three years. Yet, it was another chance to be with Claudette again, to feel our bodies pressed together, to taste her pussy to once again momentarily feel alive. Was there even a choice? At the frat party, Claudette and I drank some 80-proof punch. Frat boys ogled us, anticipating the two of us naked and fucking. One boy even had an erection. The night before, Claudette told me not to wear panties. I obeyed. As I finished my second glass of punch, she stood behind me and lifted my skirt, exposing my ass. She slipped her hand between my thighs. I moaned. Several boys watched. Claudette took my hand and led me to a mattress in the middle of a crowded room. Maybe it was the alcohol, but my pussy was already wet, thinking about Claudette. My other me, but not me. Claudette thrust her tongue into my mouth. She raised my skirt again, exposing my ass, and spread my pussy lips for all the frat boys to see. They crowded around and cheered. Some took photos and filmed me with their cell phones. I tried to ignore the frat boys and focus only on Claudette. She removed my clothes to even louder cheers. Then she removed hers. We kissed. Our identical naked bodies pressed against each other. Soon, her finger was inside me. I could barely stand. We lay down on the mattress, and Claudette went down on me. The boys went wild. Claudette got a mischievous grin and beckoned one of the frat boys over. She pulled out his cock and began to suck it until it was hard and throbbing. She motioned for me to join her. I resisted. I had never sucked a random guy's cock before. The idea seemed sleazy, but Claudette made a game out of it. She'd suck and then present the penis to me as if sharing a lollipop or passing a microphone. Her doe eyes beseeched me to play along. She whispered into my ear, I love you. And at that moment, I thought she did. I put the boy's cock in my mouth. <clears throat> Claudette worked her hand between my legs and began to massage my pussy. I was on fire, and it made me suck harder. Claudette whispered in my ear that the boys agreed to pay $4,000 if we fucked them. I was horrified. I wanted to object, but Claudette was finger-fucking me. The pleasure was so intense, I couldn't think straight. I would do whatever she wanted, whatever she asked. 
Claudette motioned to a frat boy who was hard. She pulled down his pants and underwear and then got on her back with her legs spread. She motioned for the frat boy to enter her. The boy I was sucking ejaculated in my mouth without warning. I could feel the warm stream in my throat. I turned to my twin sister and saw, quote-unquote, <laughs> and saw a body identical to mine being sucked by some jock. Claudette gazed at me lovingly and motioned for me to lie down next to her. We held hands, and I stared, stared at her familiar but unfamiliar face. I tried not to pay attention as the frat boy entered me. I only looked at Claudette, a face which would always be a mystery to me. Did Claudette love me that night? I don't know. <laughs> she left the next day with the $4,000, and I didn't see her again for six years. When I did, her hair was dyed pink. She had several tattoos, the look of a life hard-lived. Claudette said she owed someone a lot of money. A man would hurt her if she didn't pay. Claudette asked if I'd be in some porn with her to work off the debt. We could be twins, quote-unquote, again. She forced a smile and joked it would be like old times. A lot had happened to me since that night at the frat house. I was engaged. I had a respectable job. For six years, I had done everything possible to forget Claudette. Then she knocked on my door, asking me to save her life, to taste her pussy again, lick her nipples, feel her tongue in my ass, to once again not feel alone. Was there even a choice? The end. That was... Almost Twins by Jimmy D. Blanket, and you can read that story on nakednakednude.blogspot.com. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, stay tuned for next week, um, next week's episode, and you can continue listening to more hot independent music and, uh-oh, <laughs> Sandra London Erotica on nakedgirlsradio.com starting now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.